Hello, we're live from Rockefeller Plaza. February 16, 9.05 Eastern Time, looking my headset in. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? You're good. I literally, do you see this red right here? I just ran into the wall. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, I was looking at my phone just now. But either way, we got things, some things to talk about. And those things we were talking about today is Kevin Love is being bought out. Mikhail Bridges dropped a career high 45. Kyrie Irving is re-signing. James Wiseman deep debuts. The Lakers fully healthy. Dominate. And some other things to talk about. How are you doing today, child? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm older than you, I think. Yeah, by six <laughs> months. Unk's doing good. I have a weird eye pain. I just pulled out like the the crust from my eye. Yeah, that's a good thing. It did. It was. I woke up earlier to shit my brains out, like full on diarrhea, and I I fell back asleep and woke up at seven fifty four. Yeah, I was prepping for a solo show. I don't know why. No. I, I, I told you I wouldn't miss another. I just I, – I had it in me to wake up. I just – dude, let me tell you, I died this morning. Like, yeah. Let me just put the mental image. I got – I went to bed before midnight last night, which is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, I went to bed at 4. Yeah, I saw – you tweeted something about Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Like when the news broke. Ago. It's like seven thirty, and it was like three hours ago or something. I'm like, it might be a solo day. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I'm here. We're queer. We want to. We need uh, live in tomorrow, or what's the word? What do you mean we live in what tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, we are live tomorrow. You just have to set it up. Yeah. What What are we going to talk about? We don't know yet. Oh, because there's basketball on today. Yeah. That's that's next week's videos. Mm. You know, we're gonna do an all-star deep dive. We're gonna do a special four-hour show with a multitude of different guests, including Justin Trombino and Kevin Chonard. And is he Trombino and said Trudeau? Oh, Justin Trombino, our boy. <laughs> special guest Justin Patton, former Rocket, also will be joining us. We started getting big names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get right into today's video. I just finished putting together all the tags. And, yep, wait. God damn it, I've never struggled. I just Ooh. want all this to be fucking shared to my friends. Hey, we are. It was good, Josh. Guess what I'm going to eat for lunch today, I think. Dick. No. I don't know, man. Meatloaf. That's okay. I'm not wild. Love You're weird. No, dude. Meatloaf is really good. Damn, Josh at school today. Imagine having school, man. My school got delayed today for no snow. <laughs> yeah, we're all pissed off because we thought we'd have no school today, so we're just going to postpone it a couple hours anyways. So that's, that's basically what they did. So what do you think of Kevin Love being bought out by the Cleveland Cavaliers? It was last, announced last night at about 11.58 p.m. And they're supposedly the Miami Heat are the front runners, but Kevin Love was born in Santa Monica and played Little League Baseball with Clay Thompson, and he went and played high school basketball in Oregon. And he played college basketball at UCLA. Yeah. So are the golden dog in the college basketball game. So is Golden State, Portland Trailblazers, and maybe an LA team also in the running with the Miami Heat? Yeah, I think uh, the Miami Heat make a lot of sense on paper. The Lakers would be ideal for me because the familiar LeBron sense. And I actually am a little surprised. I haven't heard any Golden State stuff. I'm a little surprised that no one's talking about Minnesota. Why would he go there? Where his career began? Yeah, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. I don't know why he'd go to the team he started with. Because he fucking hates it. 
This was like 38 years ago. Yeah, but like he's not going to do that. Just wait. Just wait till the reports come out. Till the reports come out that he isn't going there? That, he, that, he, that they're interested. Oh. Oh, my God. I got something in my tooth. I need a toothpick. I just don't have one. I tried using a piece of paper, and I think the paper got stuck. I was trying to use what was next to me. I've never done that before. <laughs> Let's go out, get a stick from the, the okay. tree. I, I just think Golden State, you got like David Lee right here. David Lee and Nemi up Elitsa mixed together in Kevin Love. You like that? Who's David Lee? Oh my goodness, David Lee, those yeah. legends. <laughs> Yeah, I know. The Warriors fit makes a bunch of sense. I think and with Clay, could go anywhere, really. Miami, yeah. It's him next to Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler would be nice. I think the Lakers is a good story, but, like, let's be honest. It makes sense. Portland next to, you know, wow. Yosef. I think Portland and Golden State make the most sense. There's no way he goes to Portland. If you played high school basketball and he grew up in Portland. I mean, good for him, but like, I don't. That just doesn't seem very Portland to me. As cool as it would be. Drew Eubanks is from your Oregon. They brought him in. Not from a buyout market, though. <laughs> I'm not I, like I. I don't know. I love Kevin Love, and he'll give you some threes for sure. He'll give you some rebounds. And it is a nice pickup in the buyout market. I'm really surprised this happened. When I woke up, I was very surprised. He's been that. racking up DMPs. How are you surprised? We just talked about this like two days ago. He seemed perfectly content not playing and being like the veteran presence there. But I mean, sometimes you put on a better facade than you truly are. Like two years ago, he threw what, what was that? The chair or something? Yeah. Um, was it the chair? He went through depression. Was it the chair that he threw? He threw something. There was some altercation. No, or he like banged on the. What did he do? He like walked off. I I can't remember what happened, but there he was, did something where he something was. Something happened in in Cleveland two years ago, before Mobley came over, two and a half years ago. I don't know. I'm just I'm just pretty surprised. I thought he'd be I thought he'd be a cat for life. I did not think he would be a cat for life, but like, where would you want him to go? That like. Uh, Excluding Los Angeles. Golden State. I think Golden State or Miami are his best fits. Miami would definitely be cool. I just don't see either Los Angeles team giving him enough minutes. I don't think he should be getting that many minutes. I mean. I think 20. Yeah, 20 yeah, is fine. We got room for him. I don't think the Lakers have room for 20 minutes. We got room for him. It's better than Wendell Gabriel playing 20 minutes. Supposedly they're really high on Wayne group Gabriel. I am too. I love Wayne and Gabriel. But and I, want, think I think they'd give the OG his props. And Wendell doesn't play anywhere near 20 minutes. So fair point, but I don't know, Mo Bamba. He'd be a nice he'd be a nice parent to have. We'll see if LeBron wants him. I Dude, Mo Bamba fouled out during garbage time. <laughs> Yeah, why aren't we talking about the Mo Bamba debut? We got all this hype for TJ Warren. I don't see Give no Mo Bamba debut. Close his thoughts. I got to grab a toothpick. Good. Yeah, I mean, nothing really. Shout out K-Love. A beast. And it'll be curious to see where he goes. I don't really care, though. I don't know. This, this probably sounds really shitty to say, but, like, I'm past the speculation part of the season. Like, let's just – Let's just sign with teams. Let's go into the break. Let's let's have some rest. I need some rest. These players need rest 80 times more than me. Kevin Love, just make that signing move today. Let the teams work you into their rotations. And um, every other buyout candidate, just figure out where you're going and, and let's let's get ready for some playoffs. Some 
I'm ready for some playoffs. I don't know about you guys. So, yeah, that's all I have on Kevin Love. Uh, who are who are we probably not going to talk about today? We're talking Lakers. Kyrie resigning. Interesting. Um, we're talking James Wiseman. I don't know, man. I don't have the sauce today. I don't have the sauce today. No sauce. Just meat. No sauce. It's tough. So, yeah, Kevin loved to Minnesota. Timberwolves could definitely use him. And, uh, yeah. Dude, um, what's it called? It's insane that Kevin Love is here. Uh, the, yeah, I guess how cold, old Kevin Love is. I don't know if you Googled it. 34. Yeah, did you Google it? Google it? I have his stats here. Oh, okay. So you do. He says he's 34. He could yeah. be 35. What was that? Four and a half. It's just a crazy thing that he's only 34. Like, it's really not that old in the, even the scheme of the NBA. Yeah, it's just like his 15th year. He's, he's been here for a while. Also, people don't realize is he played most of his career in Cleveland. Nine out of the 15 years were in Cleveland. Yeah, retire as a Cav, man. So let's uh, pivot. Do you think the Cavs are interested in bringing him back? I don't think you can. <laughs> I realized I was sarcastic after I answered it. So go fuck yourself. But, like... Let's talk about the greatest player in the league. A man. Oh, James. Mikhail Bridges. Mm. The Brooklyn Bridges. Remember Bill Walton? Bill Walton does those, like, watch the game with Bill Walton or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, me and Luke watch one of those for the Portland Trailblazers. Did you, was that the one where he talked about Bridges for, like, yes, 10 minutes? Yes, yes. <laughs> Dude, no, we were sitting there. We were, like, what? We, like, stopped watching the game. We were had Bill Walton in the background. And it went to halftime, and Bill Walton started playing like the drums or something. Well, he's a he's a character for sure. I yeah. love he like was ranking bridges. That's awesome. Do you believe he's still tripping? Yeah, yeah, probably. Why did my hair just stay like this? I'm like Jimmy Neutron. You ever <laughs> you ever see um what's that? You ever see a movie with Ben Stiller and Cameron Diaz? I just saw Vince Vaughn last night. I did too. What did you watch? I watched Half of Swingers. I saw Couples Retreat. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's a goofy movie. But whatever the movie I'm thinking of, Ben Stiller like gets his um Night jizz. at the Museum? No, he gets his <laughs> jizz. Oh, 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 there's something about Mary. There's something yeah. about Mary. He jizzes on his ear, and then she goes, Is that no? It's hair, it's hair. Oh, I need something. Yeah, it's yeah, that's what you look like for. <laughs> but yeah, Macau Bridges, career high 45. My favorite is when he accidentally goes pee and he pees in like a gay guy, like hot spot. And is there something yeah. about Mary where he goes pee and then. It turns out he's about to get his cock sucked and the cops troll up. Oh, and my goodness. I've only seen the second half of that movie. Well, in the first half. And then there, <laughs> he's like, trying to, he's like, dude, I was just peeing. And he's like, oh, that's what I was doing, too. And all the other guy, gay guys were acting like, we're just peeing. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and the cops were like, all right, sweetheart. And he's like, you see that? You see that stump? Look at how that stump's worn down by years of men's knees being there while they blow other men. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mikhail Bridges had a great game last night. And Mikhail Bridges, you know, he's shooting like over 60% from the field since joining the Brooklyn Nets. All right. And he's a guy that. They were offered, I think, three first-round picks by other opposing teams. Yeah, one team gave them four. Yeah. My apologies. They're in three games, 54% from the field, 57% from three, 25 points, six and a half rebounds, three assists, one and a half steals, and a block game for my man, Mikhail Bridges. Let's give a little bit shout-out to Cam Johnson, earning Mm. himself a contract. Him through three games, he's averaging 15 points. Surprising, 29% from three, but that average. 29% from three? Like 15 points. 
Uh, 15 points, he's above average. He's career 10 and a half, but last two seasons, he's averaged like 13. <laughs> yeah, so all right. So well, there you go. Once it's three start falling, in, it'll be he'll be cooking. I miss Cam I miss the Cam Thomas fun time. Would he Cam Thomas dropping fun? Cam Thomas at 19. Yeah, he's still having fun, but it was cool when he was like starting and dropping 40. But I guess Macau's 45 is cool. He's changing his game, and now that you don't play with Chris Paul and Book, you don't have to like stand in the corner and wait for threes. And yeah, he's doing a great job. He's attacking. He's knocking down his shots, and uh, it, it, I'm sure it's really. And he's a great defender. We all know, but I'm sure it's really reassuring for Nets fans because there were that you know what four so I forget what team offered it four first rounders for him and then I think the Mavs offered or three I guess and then the, I think the Mavs did someone offered like Dorian and two firsts I think it was, Dor- I thought it was three firsts for Dorian is that what it was so then another team offered four whatever it was so Brooklyn I'm surprised they didn't take that but they obviously see something in Macau and it's uh it's paying off I mean, supposedly the Brooklyn Nets are – I mean, not supposedly. On paper, and from what I've seen, the Brooklyn Nets are going to be in next year or even by the end of this season. I think post-All-Star break, they're probably going to be a top-five defensive team. Oh, yeah, no reaction. Oh, right, so I'm going to continue. I think this team is set up to be a top-five defensive team with the players they have here and also be a top-five three-point shooting team. They shot 43-pointers last night. Yeah, like this team, literally the reason they did this trades were they just built what up Rayvon 13. We appreciate you coming here, man. And what I think we realize here, you look at this team, this team's like all six, six, like six, nine in length. Everyone can play two way offense and defense and everyone shoots three except for Ben Simmons, Nick Claxton, Deron Sharp. And like. This team, what they're going to do is beat you in transition, be longer than you, but like not like in a like a Toronto Raptors where you can't space the floor long, where like everyone's just like wing long, you know? Yeah. They basically run one guard, three wings, and one center. Like they just have so much wing depth that like it works out in their favor because they're just this long team that. And they have good perimeter. I mean, uh, interior defenders in Claxton, Simmons, and Sharp. That they have all these other perimeter defenders. That at the end of the day, on paper, this team should be one of the best teams and one of the better three point, like top ten defense and three point shooting to end the season. All right, I like top tens. Top ten's fine. Top ten. Uh, top ten's more realistic. Top five is me just trying to be bold. <laughs> But do you see that though? They have they have like guys on this team that everyone, all these guys are easily capable of shooting five three pointers a night. Yeah. I mean, they, this team is so much deeper in talent that you Watanabe can barely see the floor. Yeah, that's kind of really shitty. I don't know what's next for the Nets. I really don't. I mean, Just they have the- talent, but I don't. I be the fifth seed roster is um, no way. Their goal is to make it in the playoffs, not the play-in, because they're still a playoff team. Make the playoffs. Realize who's a franchise cornerstone, like Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, probably maybe do you keep Cam Johnson or? Well, yeah, that's a good question. I probably they're probably figuring that out right now. Like you assume your franchise cornerstones right now, Mikhail Bridges and Nick Claxton, right? Yeah, keep giving okay. the keep giving you know Cam Thomas some run. See yeah, Cam out with Cam Johnson, and um, you know see, who compliments who. Yeah, Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, like all those guys. Let's see which ones, like you said, compliment which ones are good locker rooms, culture fits, and like you said, Cam Thomas. Check out the young guys. Can they be contributors to next season? And then this off season, sees who wants to stay and continue building what you guys are building there. If not, you know, move on from them for other assets. I mean, they have, what, like 10 draft picks now? Uh, see, that seems kind of high. I know the, the probably Ro- round. I know the Rockets have something to do with their draft picks, so it's like not all Kumboya. Yeah, yeah, we got some swaps in there, but I think um, this is the last year of 
for Rocket News. What's up, Chris? Rocket News could probably help us out here. This is the last year the Rockets have their own first, and then I think it becomes in the Nets for a lot. Like they next, I think twenty twenty four is the last year the Rockets have it. Is what I was saying. That we have what our own. I think this is the swaps. last year swaps. I thought it was twenty twenty four. I think it's this season and next season. Do we actually have we have our own next year? No, the 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 Rockets I think still have like either protection or some shit. Yeah, there's got to be. But this is like this is an unprotected. I think this is our last year with an unprotected first, where there's no caveats. What's up, Chris? All right, let's go over here. What's up, Chris? What's up, Rocket News? How you boys? Well, especially with um, like guys like Cam Johnson, I mean, the Nets could certainly be a team that just out of nowhere acquires some disgruntled star, or they make a free agent move. I agree. Bridges star. All, I think yes. If he's on, I assume we're we're just talking about this, Chris. I see. I assume you just didn't. I don't know if you were here for this, but we just said that Mikael Bridges with Nick Claxton is the two franchise cornerstones we assume like these are the two guys they want to build around and i mean i I see bridges as being a guy that over the next 20 they have 23 games after this or some shit like that yeah this is a guy bridges who might end the season being a 25 point per game score that'd be that'd be something at least a 20 at least a 20 i think he he ends the season as a 20 yeah. But but I think it's more of a statement if he said well, if I say that he ends as a twenty five points per game scorer. Yeah. True. Um, I think Jimmy Butler's an interesting comparison. I was gonna say, didn't Miles Bridges? Miles Bridges went to where for college? Can't think of the college and it's not Villanova, was it? No, Michigan State. He was Michigan State boy. And Mikhail Bridges. I'm trying to think of another. I guess Jimmy Butler's a good comparison. Let's pivot. And did you watch the debut of Mo Bamba? Yeah, of James Wiseman. Yeah, I caught some glimpses. Okay, so his first shot was an ill-advised three-point shot. And it was so – but then he came out and he, he had another jumper. He was like five for nine tonight, 11 points, like five rebounds. And he played decent defense. Like, I mean, I think once – I mean, there was a moment where Jason Tatum blew by him. But, again, people don't realize is James Wiseman has basically – is still a rookie. Like, this guy only has – like, he's still – the game slowing down. The Part of the reason why the Warriors had to trade him was – the Warriors could not develop him the way they wanted to. When a team would go on a 9-0 run with Wiseman on the floor, Kerr had to call a timeout and get Wiseman off the floor. But now when he's on the Pistons, this team, the opposing team can go on a 30-point run. Wiseman's still staying in that game. You know? Yeah. And one thing I do want to say before I let you hear, tell me your thoughts of Wiseman on the Pistons – was they played a lot of – they never played Jalen Duran and Wiseman together. And I think the only way they ever will play together is if Wiseman shows that he can hit a three-point shot consistently or at least over 30%. They mainly played Isaiah Stewart and James Wiseman together. Okay. Yeah, Beef Stew, I, it's just a cool kind of combination of, of big cats that they got. Wiseman – can make threes. You're right with the rookie statement. He's only played around 60 total NBA games, and his rookie year he was only taking one, but he was just barely over 30. I was really surprised how little he was shooting this year because I remember in Japan he was taking shots. I re- he looked good in Japan from what I remember, and I think Detroit's the perfect spot for him, as you're mentioning. Like, you know, P- Detroit's not trying to win this year. They're that's why they still have. You know, Bogdanovich, or that's why they got Bogdanovich, why you pay Bogdanovich. That's why you still have, you know, uh, Alc Burks and Erlens Noel is because they're going to try to win next year. I mean, Cade's injured. 
But it's a perfect win-win situation for him. You can have him off of the bench with Duran and Beef Stew starting, and they have a bunch of big guys. And I think Wiseman just didn't fit Warriors basketball. And, you know, we're going to see him finally get kind of unchained here and hopefully see 20 minutes consistently at least every every game. I'm excited for him. That's oh, a good green. What, what's a good green? Oh, you missed it. All right, so I think when you look at James Wiseman and mm, – I did think it – so the Marvin Bagley's out right now, but they did the same thing with Marvin Bagley last year. Yeah. All right. A little redraft. I just find it weird that the Warriors did the Pistons. Like, you didn't call up the, the, the Spurs and try to get Yaka Pirtle. Or you didn't call up, like, mm -hmm. the Rockets or the Pacers or somebody. The Rockets. Oh, who do we have if you want? Oh, because I, I, they wanted just draft picks and they would have Oh, been to flip them. Yeah, did the same deal, but switch out the Pistons for the uh, the Rockets or the Spurs or somebody, and either got on themselves like Jakob Pertl, or like got on themselves like picks from the Pacers or the Rockets, or you know what I mean. Just because when you look at this, there's a log jam in Detroit. Isaiah Stewart's looking like he can play power forward, but Jalen Dern, Mar Mar Marvin Bagley. And James Wiseman, they're saying that James Wiseman, they're hoping that he can play some power forward. And there's also Isaiah Livers who plays power forward. So there's like five or six bigs on this roster, you know? Yeah, I I like Isaiah Livers. I'm not too worried about him. He's even very – he's even more young. But I think the thing with Beef Stew is I think they're trying to – there won't be a logjam next year because – well, and it's also in their favor because, like, yeah, Marvin Bagley, he's a bucket when he's healthy, but, you know, they're evaluating Jalen Duran and they're evaluating James Wiseman. They're going to see who sticks. I don't see Isaiah Stewart having a future in Detroit as desperate as that sounds. I don't think he has much of one. So I think they're trying to see if James Wiseman, Jalen Duran, and Marvin Bagley are, are the big three they're looking for as far as big men go. Do you think Isaiah Stewart will leave? I don't think he'll want to leave, but I think he's gone. At some point, I I think Bagley's gone because of health. Yeah, I think they um they looked this off season to a team like maybe the Clippers or like a contending team that's maybe trying to get off a of bad contract, and they're like, hey, like you need a backup big. Marvin Bagley's on like a solid backup big man contract. Mm -hmm. And they take on, like, here's an example, you know, M. Fournier, all right? What if M. Fournier is a guy that, you know, that the, the New York Knicks want to move on? And, you know, let's say Isaiah Stewart or somebody else that they want to bring in a third big man or a set you know, second big man or something, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know. That sounds gross. That sounds gross. But like you, somebody with like an Evan Fournier contract. Okay. Someone on like a 15, $17 million deal where they're like, Hey, we're trying to move this player, but we need a backup big guy. Marvin's making like 10, isn't it? 11 million. You throw on Marvin Bagley. Maybe they attach a few second round picks with like a bad contract, like Fournier. That makes sense, doesn't it? No, not to me. I don't. I don't know. He's. In, I would imagine they extended him and. I got you the deal. I got you a deal. Miami Heat call you. We'll take Steve Marvin Robinson. I was gonna say a first round pick, uh, top ten protected, with Duncan Robinson. It's horrible for Marvin horrible. Bagley. Horrible trade. Horrible. How does the money even work on that? I don't. Because the Pistons on a really reasonable contract. I know, but like again, if the Pistons want to move forward with Duran, Wiseman, Livers, and Stewart, that way, you know, Marvin Bagley would be the odd guy out. And let's say they trade Boy on this offseason, they're like, "Hey, we want another three." That's happening. I know, but like, I'm just, I'm just floating ideas out there. If that were to happen, maybe they're like, "Hey, we'll take Duncan Robinson and a 
first round pick because it's such a bad contract. We'll send you Marvin Bagley. Bagley ends up being like the the Heat sixth man, and you take on Duncan Robinson, use him as a reclamation project. Hopefully, in like a year or two, he balls out for you guys, and you flip him, like you Ooh, do with who's on a bad contract. Duncan. I mean, he's on the worst contract in the league. I don't think Troy Weaver. Won. No, worst contract in the league is Zach Levine. At least Zach Levine can score thirty points for me. Yeah, I think I saw an article. What was it? The three worst contracts in the league are Zach Levine, Bradley Beal. Uh, oh no, Zach Isaac Harlandy Towns, Zach Levine, Bradley Beal are the three worst contracts. Interesting. Because I feel like Duncan Robinson, you can actually but, move that. But I mean, that's fine. But those are all three players who are starting All Star. But would you pay him sixty players? million? How do you move it? How do you move you a sixty million contract? Well, when you sign these guys, you're not like you're not like the ideal world is. You're not you're not shipping them out. I know, but like Duncan Robinson, you can't play in meaningful games. So, but I definitely understand what you're saying. I just don't think I don't think Troy Weaver is is looking for that type of move. I know. I was just trying to put something together. The Heat were the only deal that made sense with that argument that I was trying to make of a bad contract being with attached with a pick for Marvin Bagley and a team that needs a backup center this offseason. But Bagley's not that bad of a he's not that bad of a player. No, I'm talking about the Duncan Robinson contract. Like a team like the Heat who have the Duncan Robinson contract which they can attack attach a first round pick, they can trade for Marvin Bagley. If the Pistons decide moving forward, they rather go with Wiseman, Duran, Stewart as their three bigs, and Bagley ends up being the odd man out. Heat this offseason, trade a first-round pick with what? Duncan Robinson for Marvin Bagley I, to be their sixth man and backup center. You're, I'm just saying, like I, I understand Wall. that from the other side, but why? I don't. Bagley's on an eleven million dollar contract. I, I know first-round picks don't do anything for me if I'm trying because, to win. Because I, I'm saying if they did this, if they feel if they want to move on from Bagley and if they trade Boy on this offseason to find another reclam- veteran reclamation project that they can keep the guy for a year, tell him to shoot as much as possible, rebuild his value, and then trade him the following year. Yeah, I don't see, All right. I don't see that happening. I, I, but James Wiseman. I've, I've said this before. People don't realize James Wiseman, when he came out of college, he was supposed to be Evan Mobley before Evan Mobley. He was supposed to have a similar effect. And I, I don't think people realize how much of a challenge it is, like, rebuilding your confidence after suffering numerous, you know, low, you know lower extremity injuries. So many injuries for James Wiseman. Such a short period of time. And I think there's a big thing called feel, touch, you know, just getting yeah. back into the rhythm of playing basketball. So yeah, and then as the time goes on, the expectations continue to grow and you hold yourself differently because you're like, oh, I got to figure this out. You, know, you start worrying. But at the end of the day, James Wiseman's 21. So if he gets minutes and he stays healthy, he'll be just fine. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So here, let's uh, let's talk about a guy and well let's actually talk about a team i want to hear your thoughts on last night all right what do you think of the brand new lakers all right what the lakers are awesome man Dude, i they absolutely do. love it i know they played a shorthanded pelican squad but let me let me actually genuinely hear your opinions on what do you think of the brand new Lake show? I don't know if this show, this one says three things to know, but like I don't know if this is a better picture. <laughs> Which one should I do? The Beasley or this one? What was the other one? Oh, that, oh it was blurry for a second. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because he didn't. Yeah, should I just go did, back? Didn't to- do too much yesterday, but. <laughs> I'll just do the other it one. Matter. It really we'll do 
we'll we'll do this one. Uh, let me hear your thoughts from a Lakers fan. All right, there we go. Well, I'm not a Lakers fan, so let's get that going real quick. But the Lakers looked awesome last night. It is so fun to watch Lakers basketball again now that Russell Westbrook is gone. Anthony Davis doing his thing at an MVP level. If AD's giving me almost 30 and 10 efficiently with his defense, the the burden is so much off LeBron, and that's why Anthony Davis needs to be Anthony Davis because LeBron is in year 20, and he's suffering ankle issues, and he's got to stay healthy. And that's why they got all this veteran and help in general. But I just think it moves a lot more fluidly. Everything's flowing better. The defense with Jared Vanderbilt is – He's such a gritty, grindy player. And Angelo Russell, welcome back. Malik Beasley back in the starting line. Like, it's just cool to see those guys starting because that's really what should be happening. I mean, I like Dennis Schroeder a lot, but I think coming off the bench probably suits him a lot better. You have Rui for a reason. You know, Mo Bamba debut, AR-15. And uh, I don't believe Lonnie played last night. So, did he get Lonnie get injured last night? Um, no, so Lonnie, he's coming off the bench now. Uh, they were actually talking about this uh, in the commentary because I was listening to the last 10 minutes of the game that about how much of a professional Lonnie Walker is because after all these trades, Lonnie Walker now has been pushed the garbage time after being, you know, six man starting for this team. So yeah, you're that's right. how, that's how, how, how deep this is how deep the Lakers got after the, the trade deadline that now Lonnie Walker is garbage time. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that at all. We're gonna have to figure that one out. Um, I, I don't like that at all. I get they're deep, but Lonnie Walker's a bucket. You can't play him in garbage time only. That doesn't work for me. But nonetheless, the Lakers look like the pre-Russ Lakers, which is great. Yeah, and I mean, supposedly with the D'Angelo Russell move, the, I've been hearing reports was the reason why they traded for D'Angelo Russell was because they expect him to, you know, they expect to resign him. Nice. And I thought Jared Vanderbilt played well. Malik Beasley really didn't do much. Yeah. Uh, let me hear your three guys that you enjoyed. Just give me one second. I just got to go drop some friends off at the pool. The pool? Yeah, I'm dropping the Cosby's off at the pool. Is that a shit joke? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, who the fuck is swimming in Kansas right now? I don't know what question he just asked me. I felt like that was like a college, it's like a workshop question. But yeah, Malik Beasley didn't do too much yesterday, but still he is the, in the last two years, he has the three most threes in the league. So I don't know, man. The Lakers, I kind of view, one of my buddies was mentioning you know, Los Angeles next year being the year, once you get hopefully D'Lo back, um, let's just pull up their pull up their contract situation. But I think this was exactly the type of move they needed to make. Obviously, they it worked out so unbelievably well. But they have a decent amount of guys hooked up for next season. You know, AD LeBron's still under contract for a while. Um, Obama wasn't on an expiring what is Malik Beasley's on a team option? That's really interesting. D'Lo, you'll be able to get him back at a cheaper price. Rui Hachimura's player qualifying offer. Jared Vanderbilt's under contract for another year. Uh, you still got your guys in, in Max Christie. So next year seems like a pretty good year to go after it because this year you're the 13th seed. I know they're not too far off, but I don't know, man. The West got really freaking good. And they just have a long way to climb. Let's pull up the NBA standings because it changes by the hour on the hour. And there are 14 games behind first. And from the 10 seed Thunder, they're only two games back. And, yeah, they're going to have to start winning games. And another thing I was talking with my buddy on is, and this was a little bit different before the Suns made moves and the Clippers made moves and the Mavericks got Kyrie. But I was saying, like, even with the Nuggets as the one seed, I'm, none of the teams scare me. Now, obviously, you know, Phoenix kind of does exactly scare me. But when you really dive into the West, if you're the Lakers, is – I don't know, man. The Grizzlies are a good team, but they don't terrify me. 
The Nuggets are a great team, but for some reason they don't terrify me. They're probably going to have me eat my words. But, like, if I'm the Lakers with LeBron and a healthy AD is what I'm talking about. The Kings definitely don't scare me, although I love my Sacramento Kings. I think a lot of people would agree the Grizzlies and Kings are probably going to drop some spots in the standings here. Like I said, Phoenix, before they got KD, it was like, all right, Chris Choke Paul in the playoffs. That doesn't really worry me. Um, you know, Kawhi injuries, Paul torn shoulder, George injuries. So the Clippers don't really scare me. And then, you know, the Timberwolves right. definitely don't. And the Mavs without Kyrie definitely don't. And the Pelicans don't. So, so be 23 games. 23 games is how many games the Lakers have. Mm-hmm. This team needs to go 17 and 6, 16 or 7 to be a playoff team to avoid the play in. To avoid the play in, I don't think it's I don't think they're going to be able to avoid the play in, although it's not too far away. I don't they have to win like 16 games to avoid the play in. Even at that rate, would they be able to? Like if they win 16 games, what's that put that on uh, the mat? 43 wins. What's 27 plus 60? 43 uh, wins. 43 wins. And that would put you fuck, man. Um I I think Dallas is gonna win more than 12. They're gonna go more than 12 and what would that be? 13 or 12 and 11? Okay, what's a team that we we can see that's starting to slip? The Grizzlies, maybe well, a little bit. Yeah, I'd go Grizzlies. They had a nice win last time. But it was the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, and the Kings are kind of slipping. They're gonna slip. Yeah, the Kings definitely gonna slip as much as I hate to say it. I don't know if the Timberwolves are gonna slip. I really feel like the Timberwolves are going to be the six seed. They seem they've been there for a while. Like they stay, they've stayed. You know, so I uh, I think they can make the play in easily. I think the play-in's very, very like foreseeable. If that makes sense. Yeah, I just I want the seven or eight spot if I'm in the play-in. I know, I know, and I think that's what they want too. But yeah, if they win 16 games or 17 games, that only puts them at 43, 44 wins. I mean, They're I don't have to go for 20. Yeah, if they go for 20, that puts them at 47, and I feel like that definitely that should them. yeah that should be. Good. That should be fine. I don't think this is the year the Lakers make their run, though. So, what, what's the longest winning streak this season? What did Boston? Well, Milwaukee's at eleven. I want to say Boston was around twelve. Um, longest. The Brooklyn Nets have the longest winning streak this season at twelve games. Dude, that I remember that. That was early on. Yeah, I remember streaming those or when we would stream it. December live show talk about it yeah December 7th to January 2nd so ages ago yeah that's wild so if they went on they I mean 12 games 12 games if they can win 12 games in a row that's just it's just a tall it's just a tall ask for any team let alone the Lakers so I don't know, man. We'll see. But what I was saying is no teams worried me except for the Phoenix Suns if I'm the Los Angeles Lakers healthy, fully healthy. Like, are there teams I would ideally not like to play? Yeah, 100%. But there's I have Anthony Davis and LeBron. So I'll play Denver if I have to. Denver probably wins that series if Lakers were the eighth seed. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's still a shot. No, I, I agree. So – here, let's pivot and talk one last thing before we go to our favorite little game, and that is a brand new man in the state of Dallas. His name is Kyrie Irving. Quite a state. And do you want to? Have you heard the report? No. Also, wait, 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 wait. One last Lakers thing. Los Angeles Lakers didn't have to take on much guaranteed long-term money at the deadline. That gives the Lakers a lot of flexibility with how they approach the future of this roster. One player that pertains to most is D'Lo. The Lakers and Russell have mutual interest in a contract extension. The Lakers did not trade a first-round pick for Russell 
to be a rental. Adrian Wojnarowski said, "Russell, D'Angelo Russell is eligible for a two-year extension with the Lakers, uh, worth up to sixty-seven point five million dollars. It's mm. un, it's unlikely that the salary will climb that high, but adding two years is a fair value. But the thing is, is you know, he'll probably be closer to twenty million than thirty million, and." If they do a two-year extension, that lines up with the player options that Davis and James have in 2024 to 25. So expect Elo to come back. Yeah, I agree. I think Elo will be back. Now, Kyrie, it came out last yesterday afternoon that shortly after the Kyrie Irving trade, there was news broken that both the Phoenix Suns and Lakers had traded, tr- attempted to trade for Kyrie. And the Suns were really trying to trade for Kevin Durant and Kyrie, but the, that didn't work out. They got themselves to Kevin Durant. The Lakers got D'Angelo Russell. Now, the Lakers, we've known, could conceivably create enough cap space to sign Irving or possibly incentivize the Mavericks to participate in a sign trade. However, the Mavericks acquired Kyrie Irving to keep him, and they have the capacity to offer him the most money. When they traded for Kyrie, they acquired his bird rights, which means they can pay him oh. – yeah, can pay him more than anybody else. And Adrian Janowski says, quote, I think it's more likely than not Kyrie stays in Dallas just because of what they invested in him and his chance to get the kind of contract he wants. I think given of what they've given I think given of what they gave up in Dallas track record of being willing to pay players who want to be there, I think it's more likely than not Kyrie Kyrie Irving is in Dallas. Of course, it can all change. I do think the Lakers trading for Russell with the idea they'll go forward with him on a new deal. What do you what do you think? Man, I I really struggle with this because as a basketball fan, I love watching Kyrie on Dallas. I like watching Kyrie in general. My gut is telling me this is not gonna work at all. But what might happen is he gets his bag and then gets out of there. Like not forces his way out, but come one year from one year from now at next year's deadline, it's like, okay, this isn't working out. We're struggling. We're around 500 again. We just lost in the first or second round of the playoffs, and we got to trade them. It seems so shitty to say that. I just don't – I don't think Luka and Kyrie are going to work out as, as much as some people plan. And even if they do, the Dallas Mavericks still have a ton of flaws. All right. You want to hear my argument? So I've been listening to a lot of, you know, Dallas Mavericks – podcast been reading and from what my understanding Luka Doncic he's not Lionel Messi in terms that he's a mute but he's not a big kumboya guy he's not you know going out to dinners being butt buddies he's not that's not how him and Kyrie are going to be nor is Kyrie like that and people say he's kind of similar Luka's kind of similar to LeBron that on court he's having fun he's doing his thing you know, he's there as a teammate, but soon game ends and he, he walks off that court. Luca has his own life. Luca has his own things. Luca has his own priorities, you know, yeah. he's, and so this is a, this is a duo that's going to, they're going to figure out on the court, on the fly. And for all this shit that people give Kyrie and Luca, oh, they're two ball dominant guards. They're never going to work, figure it out because they don't know how to defer. First off, Kyrie, how many ball dominant players has Kyrie played in his career? career Kyrie is the one one of if not the only ball dominant player point guard in this league that has shown repeatedly that he can defer from being an on-ball player when playing with other on-ball dominant players because of how good of a shooter and how intelligent he is with moving without the ball we saw it with LeBron we saw it with Kevin Durant we saw it with James Harden all right and Kyrie has shown that he does not need the ball all the time. And Luca, we're starting to see him be able to move without the ball. So this is a team that the one thing they just need to figure out is when the other guy's having a hot night, let that guy take the final shot. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened, you know, a couple of nights ago because Kyrie didn't play last night. But I don't – man, I don't know. I still have – worries about that it's all fine and dandy i'm not worried that kyrie irving and luca cannot work on the floor off the floor you're right i mean even if luca wasn't that way there's a seven-year age difference they're not gonna probably hang out as is 
I worry with ball dominant point guards winning championships because typically th- it doesn't happen. So, uh, but they have a sporting cast. I don't know, man. I, I don't think this, they're not going to win it this year as far as I'm concerned. And the more you don't win. Yeah. Luke Kyrie's played with all these great players, but he only has one ring. So I think at some point, I do think he'll be back in a Maverick uniform next year. I think he'll get his bag. Maybe it won't be next year that he – they. Get oh, I'm on the Mavericks. Back. I'm signing Kyrie long-term regardless if I see him being here in two years because if I sign him long-term, to. you have to so you can trade him. You kind of and, and you also have to keep Luka happy. I don't know what else they would really decide to do. But, like, but, take last night, for example, Kyrie can't – Kyrie coming in doesn't fix getting – Outscored in the paint, sixty to thirty. I was about to say, I, I, I think this team's championship outlooks would look a lot different if Nerlens Noel was bought out and they could sign a guy like Nerlens Noel. I'm not saying Nerlens Noel would make the difference or anything, but they, this team clearly has a problem in the paint. Not only just like paint protection and stuff like that. They don't have a big real like Dwight Powell's nice and all, but like. You know, like Wood you, does what he can. Wood got better. But. Yeah, I I feel like having a guy like, and I know Nerlens Noel isn't a championship changing piece, but I think he raises the floor of this team by giving you guy a pure big who can you know actually be a presence in the paint. And you know they did what they did last year with the same damn issue. So, you know who's a coach on this team who should come out of retirement? Tyson Chandler. Oh yeah. Right. Tell Tyson Chandler we need you for one more run, baby. It's 2011 all over again. It's not an impossible thing to do. So what they're probably thinking is, yeah, let's re-sign Kyrie Irving, assuming it all works out. Which probably I don't, you know, worse as Woj kind of said, like it will unless it won't. But that's kind of more of a reach. So <laughs> let's go address these needs in the off season. We got C Wood. Isn't C Wood about to be a free agent? So. We'll see what happens, but they're probably like, if we just made the Western Conference Finals last year, let's go get a guy who raises our ceiling to an already high ceiling and we'll address what we need to address in the offseason because we're not thinking it's championship or bust this year. The pairing is probably championship or bust, obviously, because they're both Hall of Famers, but you know, we don't need to do it. It's not if, – if it doesn't happen this year, it's not like, all right, let's fire everybody, you know, Kid's doing a good job, and Lucas twenty three. So Kyrie's only thirty. So, oh, what's it called? I just saw a satirical tweet. Sorry, I thought a breaking news happened. It was a video of Patrick Mahomes chugging a beer and spiking it off the top of a bus, and the tweet was like, "This is inappropriate." Yeah, I saw it. And then, like the the next thread, he's like, "For anyone who thought this was serious, he's like, if you look at my uh, Twitter, I'm a big critique of beer. I'm critiquing that it's a Coors Light that he's drinking. He could have drank a. He's like, he could have drank a Yingling or something like that. And I just thought it was funny because there's so many comments under there. They're like, yeah, this is such a bad look for the kids. And I was just like, damn, oh my goodness, you knew there were some like hardcore like conservatives out there who just like." Think of took the children. Yeah. Took my wife and kids there, and then she left me after Patrick Mahomes did that. Thanks, Pat. Now I'm homeless. She took the kids. Be better. Be better. All righty. Let's play a game. You know what game that is? Talking and streaming. Sounds like Dude, I seriously cannot wait for this all star break. I just am itching my claws at it. Guess who I'll interview next week? Uh, Kyrie Irving. Pee Wee the plug. Yeah, I know that. I know the name, but I don't. From through the wire, Kenny Beecham's boy. Yeah, I've never listened to it, but I know he. Is. I know a. We're playing Purtle. Who is this? Tom Sprint. I mean, that's actually like a pretty good fucking guess. <sighs> former or a former Nug. Whoa. He's not in the West, dude. I'm so stupid. He's a freaking guest of guard. Is it Monte Morris? Ooh. 
It might be Monty Morris. Nice. Is it, I thought yeah. it was, is it Monty or Monte? Because the E has the accent. Monte. It's Monte. Mont Morris. Monte. Because if it didn't have the accent, it would be Monty. But because it has the E with like the, 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 the accent that goes like that. Does he really? Yeah. If you search it up on, search it up right now on Google, it says Monte. Oh my goodness. You're right. Yeah. I noticed that a few seasons ago. Yeah, I noticed that a few seasons ago, and I don't like as like just someone who speaks another language and Spanish that would make that e that makes it more of an a sound. That's why it's Monte, not Monte. Yeah, because uh, what is it? Yeah, because he pronounces it like Monte Ellis. You know. Yeah, what a dog. Because a dog. But oh, so what I want to talk about you. Right. <laughs> so I was thinking, if we bring in. Um, two P instead of having Paulo do everything, we could pay both Paulo and Nikki and just split up the tasks between them. Like one video edits. Yeah, Nikki, your girlfriend. Yeah, but she she has a marketing uh degree and she she's done social media work. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just well, I'm not worried at all. They but you I mean, I would imagine you got her because you got like, you know, it's basketball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, you gotta kind of like know a little bit. Yeah, no. yeah, thanks, Nick. But you gotta like, you know. Either you know way, what I'm saying. yeah. If we it's got very one... easy, learnable. If if not, if it wasn't. Uh... You know well, either way, we're talking yeah. basketball on this show. So either she way, would edit it... these clips on the show. I would write a doc, a Google Doc on how and for both of them on what I want them to do as a reference. Like I would make them like a task list. I also like how now we have like fourteen people. If you're watching the show, like There's comment. There's fourteen people watching this right now. Yeah, after Are you serious. Yeah. <laughs> now we 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 dropped to twelve, but like there was crazy. But no, I'm not of it today. Really. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm ready for this break, dude. I really I'm I don't know. It's catching up. I think it's been a good season. Yeah. I uh, this past week has been like mentally a lot for me, but you know, getting into Miami was awesome. I've, you know, kind of had to shift my foot. Are you dying? Are you dry heaving? I just no, I just had a really bad call. It looked like you dry heaved at the end of that. Uh, I was trying but, to hold it because it would be really loud. Yeah, no, so now that I got into the University of Miami, you know, started looking to places and just trying to figure it out. Also, how are you wearing a jacket? And thanks, Nick. I appreciate that. This uh, is his jacket for all I was about to ask you, is that his jacket? Because I also, after you said that, I was like, is that his jacket? But also, you are. This is his jacket. Dude, it gets we keep it cold and crisp in here. It's 70 degrees. I'm a cold and crisp guy, but my girlfriend is like anemic. She's not actually, but she's always cold. My girlfriend's always cold. So yeah, like, but like coldness you can fix, like with jackets. Yeah, but my girlfriend's the type of <laughs> she gets pissed. She gets pissed off when she's cold. I hate being hot and sweaty. I like know. It's, uh, like a European orgy. What I would what I want to do to save money, I want to see if my dad still has them. If not, I'll buy two of them. The uh, air conditioning units you put in the windows. But I also know some apartment complex don't let you do that because it looks trashy. Mm, yeah. Like, and you're, <laughs> are you going to an apartment or are you renting a house? Probably an apartment, but like. I have a hard time believing there's going to be apartments in Florida with no AC system oh no no the reason why you put those is to save money on ac so you're not using the the main oh, oh, oh i got you and you just this way you only do ac in one room like you keep your ac like higher like in the house but then the room like your bedroom you put one of those in the window units and you have your room colder or like the living room colder than like the rest of the, the your apartment like the spaces you hang out in it just saves money yeah i, I just I don't know. Nick's covered like all the utilities, so I don't know what it is, but I would imagine it's not. Wait, wait. wait. How do you guys split this? Does one person pay rent and one person pay utilities? Dude, that would be a fat rent payment. That's like <laughs> yes. $2,400 worth of the rent. <laughs> wait, so why is he covering the utilities and you're just paying rent? 
Well, no, he pays rent too. I'm in oh. a bigger room with a bathroom attached, so I pay more than he does. So, an ex so wait, do you still pay utilities, or does he just tell you, or does he cover all the utilities? Yeah, honestly, it's never really came up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can throw him some bones. I, that's what I'm saying, though, is I don't it's imagine just... it's all that much. <laughs> it's just as it come up. Exchange rate. Are you guys just paying uh, Wi-Fi and electricity? Everything else is included. Would electricity cover air conditioning? Yeah. I believe so. I don't know if you guys are charged for water. Um, I don't, like I don't, I only pay for electricity and Wi-Fi. Like I, I don't get charged water. I don't get charged for garbage disposal. Yeah, we yeah we pay like ten bucks for garbage. They take it up the door. Oh, that's fucking awesome. It is fucking awesome. When I lived in a, <laughs> so the reason why I I wouldn't live in a house until like I'm really set with money. I lived in a house. You got to pay for like the, the garbage company to come pick up your trash. You yeah. got to lawn. You got to pay, pay for water. You got to pay for like basically yeah. everything. And it's like way more. Yeah. I mean, there are some places because when I was looking at apartments to rent, there are some places that'll comp it for you. It's more condos, though. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I, I'm right now look, looking at apartments that's just the best fit for me unless like yeah what like somebody moved out there or like the only way, way i live in a house if i lived in multiple people with people but yeah. all right but oh uh, okay so you're charged for water but like up front all right that's it for today you got anything else you wanted to talk about blow it up bulls blow it up bulls just buy out everybody don't get just any asset sell the team all right. If you guys didn't care anymore, if you guys did enjoy today's episode, be a friend. Tell a friend. If you guys did not, just forget it ever happened. Like, comment, subscribe. We'll yeah. be back tomorrow. You got anything else, Jackson? Blow it up, fools. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Yeah.